evening, November Foxtrot. Hello, hello. hello. Obviously joined this week by Kenny. Hello. How are you doing? Hi, I was Kenny. meant to get my haircut, especially for the for this, but then um, run late. That's cancel. Looks lovely. Had to pay for it. Anyway. Go get a cut. Let it grow. Glorious. Be natural. Just <laughs> a lovely mane of hair. How are you, bastards? How are you, Lance? How are you? Actually, last time I saw you, you were leaning up against your truck, feeling rather unwell. <laughs> mm. I think it was the combination of a bottle of gin and then followed closely by red wine. I had something to do with that. Yeah, and then I I've done that cooking as well, though. And, and, and John's I cooking. Bye. You know, I was trying to say bye, and then I just bye, Lance. Love you. And you were just standing, standing there, leaning up against the truck. Where you? Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, you or not? No, no, I wasn't. I just needed to take a moment away from the heat of the fire and just be in a quiet place. <laughs> just, <laughs> just really to, emotional. Just, to, just need to gather my thoughts for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, were pretty smashed. I mean, you, you gave me a lot of massages there. You you were around the campfire in your pants. So mm. this is what you Massaging. get if you want to go anywhere in for the those that, Lance. He will be. For those that don't know, it was Lance's uh, 40th birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to you, Lance. It was indeed. Thank you very much. Sorry, no there was a fanfare meant to be coming in, but it's not loaded quick enough. So it, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> It's, it's a 40-year-old fanfare now, so it's slightly, it's slightly slower <laughs> a than, bit than yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, Thank so you. we had we had a uh, a cheeky little surprise for Lance over in the uh, over in the woods um, at the weekend, which we will talk about a little bit later on. Um, but obviously, we're talking tonight about night vision, uh, thermal, and torches. Basically, fighting in the dark. Sort of what's a holistic approach that people can take to fighting in the dark within airsoft and milsim. We're joined by Kenny because he both owns a thermal scope, uh, as well as having lots of experience of being in the dark. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're also going to be talking about Empire Rising 2, uh, which is the next instalment of the Empire events, which is occurring next month. Which is exciting. very exciting. And this, yes, but it's so pissing with rain, and I'm just hoping that that disappears. Yeah, it should be fine. <laughs> Um, so hello Pegasus, Jungle's Airsoft blog, Harry Badger, he says good evening folders, uh, James C, ooh will they be late or will they be on time, we were a little bit late, I apologise for that, Hi Rage, James C, Daz, Les, Silly Gilly, Adventures of Zulu, Single Track Sam, hello, I don't think I've seen you before, welcome, welcome, Fresh Meat, Marky Mark, Matthew McCarthy, and Defiant Events, Defiant Events say happy hello, birthday you old fuck, so there you go, yep, ooh. cheers mate, <laughs> <laughs> So um, let's kick things off and let's roll into some news. News. So, main news, uh, as has been for the last couple of weeks, Andy is still recovering, obviously. Main news, yes. not menus. <laughs> Andy's still recovering, so uh, hopefully he will be back on his feet soon. He was hoping to join tonight, but I think he's uh, decided to rest up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it hurts to laugh, which on the show worry, guys, is... we were slagging him off before this show began. So yeah, there's still regular piss taking, so don't worry. Yeah. He's getting yeah. his he doses his of piss taking as well as medicine. You might not have heard it, but we slagged him off. <laughs> <laughs> the dose of his antibiotics and painkillers are equal in piss taking as well. Yeah. Um, just earlier today, we received a message from Warhound Tactical. Uh, they said they've got their first event happening on the 28th and 29th of October, and they've even included a 10% discount code for you and yours. 
So if you'd like to attend, they have set up a code for 10% off of NOFO10, N-O-F-O-10. So that's running the 28th and 29th of Gunman Battle Lakes, which is apparently circa 200 acres. They've got Viper Tactical in attendance with the Mystery Box for both days. Uh, they're also confirming a few others. Anona Gay are apparently attending as well with competitive prices. Food fans from Friday. Uh, this is Warhound Tactical. Oh. So it's a first event. Um, it's an Instagram account that we've been sort of friends with for a little while. Hmm. Uh, I think the typical price is £97.50, but with the 10% discount code, you'd be getting in for £87.75. And Battle so Lakes you're is a banging site, so go for it. Yeah, yeah Battle Lakes is a banging site. I love that place. I like, grew up airsoft there, so it's mm -hmm. good. If you're interested, go and chat them out. Uh, their website is warhoundtactical.com forward slash hub, or you can find them on Instagram, which is warhound underscore tactical. And they're, and they're in the chat. There you go, look. There you go, Warhound Tactical. Hello, Warhound Tactical. Hey. Oh, like picture. Last patch, like that. Oh, I can't nice. see. I have to keep clicking stuff in the comments. Oh, you did it. So there you go. Uh, cool. I had a few purchases this week. I don't know if we've got any more news. Has anyone got any more news they want to share first before we talk about uh, purchases? Not, not really, no. Oh, Although, I actually, I've got a little bit cool. of news. I've got, I've got, I've got a really, <laughs> no news got a, you both have a really news obscure, time. funny thing. I saw. It's just something I noticed today on Facebook Marketplace whilst I was browsing. I saw on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm trying to remember the town it's located in, but someone was selling the upper rear door of a C-130 Hercules for £1,750. Why that person has that, I have no idea, but that's for sale. So if you're in the market for an upper rear door of a C-130 Hercules... Uh, Hook me, hit me up, and I will send you a link to the uh, marketplace page for, for that <laughs> I, particular item. That very odd, very my, odd. That leads on nicely to my news. So, where I live is a pretty cool place, and one of my neighbours has been here a very long time, and he knows all of the history of this place. And he came and asked me for a favour, and then we got on the conversation. And um, he's two weeks time. He's going to search for a downed World War Two German fighter plane because. Oh. He knows all of the history around here, and he says he knows. He's pretty sure he knows where it is, and it's never been recorded. So he thinks wow. he's going to go and find it. I thought I was interested to tell you. I'll come in. You'd like that? Yes, I'm coming yeah, for that. So I've got two um, Valens in the corner, so we'll, we'll come out and we can do some metal detecting at the same yeah. time, if you like. But, but that, no, no. Well, that's yeah. He's taking metal detecting. I so, found a bomb. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because apparently, apparently, one of the pilots survived, and he ended up staying in the area we live. He just the end. He obviously got put into a um, prison of war camp. But then afterwards, he stayed here. And, like, his family is still here, you know? So oh, no it's way. quite interesting that... Um, That's cool. But actually, I don't know why he doesn't just ask... He's, well, he, he might be dead now, I assume. But otherwise, he's going to say, just ask him where it is. <laughs> <laughs> where is it, mate? So hopefully, that would be cool. Maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember. Yeah, that sounds exciting. That's cool. I'm well down for that. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Hi, Terry. Hi. Oh, there's a couple others. Gareth. I don't think I've seen Gareth before. So, hello. Hello. Um, yes, we do. Gareth, if this is your first time, just leave now. It's shit. You're going to waste your life. <laughs> just go. Yeah. Save yourself. That's why we've got yeah. Kenny on because it's a filling episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Single track <laughs> Sam says first time. A filler. A filler. They, they, they've lost all of the good guests and now they think, who should we get? This is yeah. it. <laughs> Start calling your polyfiller. <laughs> Polly's on tonight. <laughs> yeah. Single track Polly. Sam says first time viewing, loving the channel. Thanks. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Um, Ed says Kenny is on tonight because he has a thermal. How to get on Foxtrot by night vision. Oh, Ed. Don't be like that. 
He is a bitch, isn't he? He is. <laughs> he is a bitch, that Eddie. Um, what? Go on. I was just going to say, Harry also said, uh, Gunman Tudnam, apparently they buried all the vehicles somewhere on the old airbase, never been found. Well, really? Exciting. So I know, was it, was it Bramley site? They've got a stockpile of mustard gas. It's always worth having a look around for, I suppose. I will. Evening, Will. Oh, and I did, and, and I was I was rooting around in the this shed when I, when I moved here. There was loads of stuff left, and I I found a, like a an emergency flare, and it shoots like three miles in the freaking sky or something stupid. But I think it's probably dead because it's. About we should set that, we should old. try and set that off. If not, we were throwing a bonfire. But yeah, but but but, but then I thought <laughs> we're pretty close to Gatwick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's an emergency one, so the planes will stay away, wouldn't they? Surely they wouldn't gravitate towards it, would they? Well, let's pull it. They're not like moths. Oh, Blair. You'd probably end up with Popo coming around, to be fair. Yeah, James C says, I mean, Ed could always bring his thermal gloves on the podcast. Ah, that's a good shout. Yeah, you can't go out using a thermal scope at night without having your thermal gloves on. Yeah. Um, purchases wise I've got a few things I just wanted to talk about this week so the first one is I have for years run the Highlander uh, racing spoon whatever you want to call it uh, you know Rat Pack spoon it's a good spoon it's pretty light the thing I've found with it is it's actually got and this is going to sound really really (laughs) stupid it's got really sharp edges around the mouthpiece and I've had to sort of gently file those down a little bit but it's quite hard how gently were you when you did it very gentle. Yeah, very um, gentle. But it's got quite sharp edges, and I've decided to... Because basically, I just gave up with filing it down. Um, so I bought a new one. So this <laughs> is uh, uh, an equivalent spoon from Optimus. <laughs> uh, this is for, this is titanium. It's a, I haven't reviewed it yet, but it's a much nicer, smoother finish. So if you are looking to buy uh, a racing spoon, I would suggest that you check for mouthfeel. Don't try it in the shop, but just, you know, oh. be, be aware of sharp edges. <laughs> you have really run out what? of content, what? hasn't he? There he, sat there today. he sat there today going, what can I talk about? Yeah, you need to look at your mouthfeel. He's sitting there like that, eating a yogurt today going, uh, what can I talk about? Oh, oh, bastard. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. My sharp spoon. The next thing I want to talk about, uh, I recently purchased this. This is the Odin. This is the Odin tactical. This is my, this um, is my collection of spoons throughout the ages. <laughs> Um, no, so this is an Odin Tactical MTP A4 Nyrex notepad cover. I've also bought the Nyrex for the inside as well. Um, this is for admin tasks and bits and pieces like that. So when we do various events, usually there's a briefing pack. It's quite helpful to have those in-game. Depending on the event, Legion was always a particularly good one for having a big event. So it's good. good job I bought it now because Legion obviously aren't a thing anymore. Um, yeah. but the Maybe Odin you have Tactical, historic documents in there. Yeah, exactly. The Odin Tactical sleeve cover um comes with some pen inserts and stuff like that which you could just about see so there's some pen slots there um so just a little bit of um stuff for admin team admin stuff like that um mike it's mike it's surprising we're friends because that that is something you've bought i got you've consciously gone and bought that that is the last thing i would ever ever spend my money on ever <laughs> Yeah, but that's it's because I'm like... the one that has to carry all the admin documents, isn't it, Kenny? <laughs> yes, because, because yeah, and supply spare ones to you because you'd forget them, yeah. you, Kenny. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Last thing I want to talk about, I've kind of got into cordage recently. Um, oh wow! No, no, this is interesting. I thought it was what interesting. a thread so, this is. <laughs> real thread. Um, so I've been 
playing around with various different types of thread. I know we've talked about the uh, the comms cord oh, reels. Sake, in the past. I didn't know what you're talking about. And then when he pulled the thread out, I'm like, oh, oh sorry. God, yeah, the actual actual cordage. This, this got worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is the comms cord reel from Dragon. Oh, shut up. Let me finish. <laughs> this is the comms cord reel from Dragon Supplies. Um, it's it's effectively a fishing reel, quite a decent fishing reel. It's got a tension, everything like that. We talked about it on the show. But I've been looking at upgrading my cordage that I use on my bashers and when I'm out camping and the like. And I've been playing around with um can't remember the name of the company now. Uh basically it's UHMWPE line. So I've got three sizes of it here. I've been playing around with uh the smallest I've got is eight hundred point uh, eight mil. So it's quite a tiny little thread, but apparently that has a breaking strain of 100 kilos. Wow. Pretty pretty impressive. Uh, going up to the 1.6 mil cord, that's got a breaking strain of 340 kilos. And then the 3 mil cord, which I was thinking more for using as a kind of main line between the trees in conjunction with the night eyes um, sort of retention camps, the little cams. Oh, I've yeah. talked about those on the show before. Uh, that's got a breaking strain of 997 kilos, 998 kilos. Fucking hell, is it really? George. Yes, apparently oh, no. it does. So I'm going to be doing some testing with it. Um, but basically, it's designed to well, be UV resistant. Well, pretty much. Um, it's designed to be... I mean, that that would break before this cord would, apparently. Uh, that's rated to... The little night eyes thing is rated to 127 kilos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm going to be playing around uh, in terms of sort of doing a few little tests and bits and pieces with this. It's UV um, resistant and everything like that. There is a, an equivalent you can buy of Kevlar cord. So Kevlar is abrasion resistant. So this isn't abrasion resistant. Kevlar cord you could technically use to cut down small bows of wood, bows of wood. Um, bows. If you wanted to, you can just sort of use it as a uh, like a cable saw. Um, this you can't do that with. But for all intents and purposes, this is the equivalent of a Kevlar cord and is a bit cheaper. Uh, I think it's called Emma Kites um, on Amazon. They do a few different colours, but if anyone's interested, I'm more than happy to share some links. But yeah, that's what I'm going to play around with, because I figured that this is really lightweight cord. You know, if it's got that superior breaking strain, it's the sort of thing that um, some of the comms cord that I've been using, I've, I've used it a couple of times for a few different things now. I've actually had it break a couple of times, so I'm hoping that the equivalent diameter of this UH... MWPE cord would be equal. You can better. use it like trip, trip for trip wires and stuff, like Beasley alarms and stuff. Com yeah, so stuff. trip wires as well as as well as even just having it as jungle knots on my basher. Um, yeah. This stuff, the little cords, apparently fifteen times stronger than steel. It reckons um, it's resistant to UV chemicals, creep, lightweight, and it floats. So result. I'm gonna be hmm. giving that a go and doing a few little tests on that. So Excuse I know you can buy. You. Um, Rage is saying. Was, that that was fucking Sorry, Rage is yeah, saying, yeah, if only they made Paracord and you can buy it. I know you can buy Paracord, but exactly, this is a little handy. bit lighter and a little bit smaller. Um, so that's that's my plan, basically. Nicely done. And, and yes, I, like it. I had to go and get it out of the red bag to show you. So it is going in the red bag. <laughs> Once you brushed away all the maggots, you found it. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> Any purchases from you two? Now that you've slated mine, my mouthfeel on the spirit, I'll let you have that one, to be fair. That was a bit I don't even know if I... I don't know. I bought anything, right? I thought the mouse boom was the high point, if I'm honest. I've got a few bits and bobs. Kenny, have you got any bits and bobs you want to talk about? No, I haven't really bought anything at all. 
Um, any any new I've packing tapes for your um, packing up your kit? For no, I was been, no, I've just been buying stock. I haven't bought any really exciting string or anything like that. <laughs> any rope? Um, <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry. It's ta- tactical string. I'll have you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's very tactical. No, actually, very tactical. actually, very tactical. I have something. I have something in the beats. It. I bought. I bought uh, five reams of A4 paper for Ooh. orders. Yeah, nice. That's where, that was my last purchase. So over there, do you want me to show you it and show the difference between that one and the previous paper? I is had it more? Is it? Is it stronger still? It's stronger. Paper it's definitely stronger. Stronger <laughs> still paper. Brilliant. It says okay, it's fifteen good. times stronger than di- than diamonds. Is it? Uh, uh, is it? Yeah, is it abrasion protective uh, resistant? Yeah, yeah. And abrasion proof. Abrasion proof paper. Creep protective. Apparently, creep. it's yeah. protected by creeps. So. <laughs> Can I go and say, well, my computer, one of my mates just, he's obviously watching the live because we put a thing out on Empire Rally and he messaged me going, you look really fucking interested in this chat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about string. String tonight. <laughs> no play. Yeah, nice. Um, okay. um, yeah, well done, Mike. Awesome. He's, he's got no, the update now. No, has he? Come on, Mike, don't. No, it's interesting if you're into that sort of thing. Like restraints and restraints and if I go if I go on Mike's profile, Facebook profile, you know you can look at people's likes and interests. It Mike's Mike's like a member of fifteen different knot tying and string organizations. String appreciation groups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, well I've got a couple of admin pouches from uh, Survival Aids this week. because um, purely because I had a sale on a little flash email flashed up and I was like, Oh hello, so I've got these are like four quid. So I'm going to upgrade some of my kit pouches in my uh, in my Bergen. So I've got a, two large and I've got two small, like 20 quid for four pouches. So I thought, well, happy days, have some of that. Um, what else did I get? Oh, my new um, my new Para Bergen arrived. I don't know if I've showed that off already, but that's my 80s SF loadout with my go to go in conjunction with my 58 pattern webbing. That arrived. I've got some lovely, lovely birthday presents, which I'm very, very chuffed with. I've got that one from my family, my new G-Shock. Because it's the only watch that I can't break because I'm a fool who breaks things and I'm just a clumsy oaf. And these are the only watches that seem to survive with me. So I've got another nice new one of them to go with my collection. So yeah, loving that. And uh, my dear, dear friends um, all clubbed together and brought me a JJ's uh, Beast Bergen, which I just, yeah. Uh, hu- oh, light's gone. A huge surprise. Um, yeah, I just I was absolutely blown away. So I was given that at my surprise barbecue slash beer evening uh, at the weekend. He um, cried. I got I did get quite teared up actually because that's a uh, yeah. Wow, that's all I could say to that it was literally just wow. So yeah, I was very very grateful and very very uh, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Just I'm still lost for words now. I was talking about. I was like, oh, fuck me, I've got a beast burger from by JJ's of Brecon. So yeah, I've got some really cool bits of bobs. Um, uh, you can tell Mike had such a big part to play in that. Look how happy he is with himself. Oh mate, yeah, oh, yeah, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. I just can't genuinely. believe the sneaky gits kept it from me for so long. I and and they and the fact that they let me pack for a weekend like a thirty-six hour <laughs> recce. Off. I felt so bad. <laughs> and I was there. I had all my, I had all my stuff out. I thought, Christ, it's been quite a while since. I think the last sort of recce op we did was Machiavellian, the first one up at Tuddenham. Sometimes I sort of threw all my kit and I oh, weather's going to be okay. So I need to take all that crap this time. I can leave that out. It's like, blah, 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 blah. I got there on the ground like Saturday morning. It was just like about an hour and a half into it. It's like, like two hours. 
uh, there was like a big crescendo, and I was like, oh my god, there's my wife and kids. So I was like, oh, here we go. I know what's coming now. That's <laughs> not strictly what happened, though, was it? So we um, we organised an event for Lance on the basis that we needed to somehow get him out onto a site with a gun and the ability to camp out overnight because the plan was to kind of have a barbecue as well as uh, camping overnight and having a bit of like an airsoft blap. So um, I set up an event called Operation Blue Ball, which was based on Operation Red Wing, which was the operation from <laughs> Lone Survivor. Um, Very so well done. The combination, the combination of Blue Ball being both how Lance would feel when he do realise that he queued up for a meal sim and that didn't actually do, as well as you know the, the time with Red Wing. So we ran the event and, and got it all sort of set up. I wrote quite a probably extrapolated storyline that we actually needed. Uh, I, I, I had a whole you know briefing document. I, I kind of got everybody out on on site. With it. There was four of us in a little team. We, we tabbed out into the field, set up a little kind of LUP, ditched the Bergens and things, and then started moving into position. Had Lance basically overwatch on nothing for about two hours, um, <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there playing games on my phone and every once in a while pretending to be on the radio because um, I knew there was nobody coming. And then uh, we, we slowly moved into position to overwatch the birthday party that had been set up for him. He's got his binos out and he's, he's sort of looking out onto the party and he turns to me and he says, uh, Mike, Mike, there's a balloon. I was like, oh, okay, is there? That, that's weird. He went, yeah, it's clear. <laughs> Have they hung a condom from a tree, Mike? I was like, no, no, I, I, I don't know, Lance. Let, let's go and get a bit more eyes on. And I'd set it up that we had to be there for a certain time. Uh, so, And there was um, an Intel drop at sort of quarter to 11. And then the guys who were at the party chucked down some mil spec smokes. So smoke started billowing out. And Lance is like, oh, is that is that the Intel drop? I said, oh, yeah, I think so. We need to get more eyes on. So we started to push forward. Lance is down behind the tree, keeping eyes on. We at this point knew, the rest of the three of us, knew that you know it was it were close to the party so we were like just resting on our laurels just enjoying lance really tensing up and not really knowing what's going <laughs> on uh, and then lance's wife and kids came uh out from the bush but lance couldn't yet see them so he still guns up and we're like lance glance there's kids on site you need to i think this i think they're friendly he's just put guns down and he's like no 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 not sure because <laughs> no, i had it. eyes on terry i had eyes on <laughs> someone looking at me like baseball cabin glass on i was like <laughs> <laughs> and then at one, and literally I was like right Lance put, just put your gun down mate put, Lance happy birthday put your gun down <laughs> and then he realised that um, we were all there and he got absolutely covered in silly string which is a hilarious photo which I'll, I'll bring up in a little bit um, yeah. which is the silly the and silly then he string got, then he got absolutely wankered yeah and then he got absolutely hammered yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was bloody good and it was really bloody good and I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, it, it very amazing. thankful for all of you Yes, no, very so, much enjoyed. It was an absolutely cracking, cracking time. It was. Um, but that's my purchases, yeah. anyhow, for the for, for this week. Yeah. Although, so I, did, although, although, were... although I, I did get a chainsaw off a of Facebook Marketplace today <laughs> to oh, go nice. help with Kenny more. What did you get? It's 30 quid. It, only, it needs a service. It runs fine, just needs a service. 30 quid. Bargain. Yes, please. Thank I looked you. them up online. They're about 189 brand new. So I thought, yep, happy days. Yeah. Thank you. I uh, go with my C one thirty door, <laughs> which I bought for the garage. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that for a garage door? A C one. Oh yeah, we should do that. Is it we the whole like, place, back door, or is it like a? It's like, so obviously, like, the C one thirty, the the back of the C one thirty is angled like that. So you've got yeah. um, the ramp which comes up, but then you've got a top bit which goes out. So it's the top bit that's for sale. Right. Yeah. 
No, I'm not buying it. I'm fucking joking. I'm That's even weirder. Buying. I thought I thought you meant it was like the door, like the little side. No, it's just like, it's uh, just the door panel of of a, the, uh, the actual main door, which closes on the back of a C130, is for sale. Seventeen hundred and fifty quid. It's like Hetfield or something. Hetfield. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There we go. Well, if you're out there and you buy that door, let us know why, because I'd be very interested to know. Um. Because <laughs> it's my C130. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a built it's just one of those magazines where you get a bit every month like you know 200 200,000 issues where you get like each bolt every episode fair play um so there you go that that's the um i think that's the end of the news here's the end of the news wrong one <laughs> oh my honestly oh it's not working well tonight that string's got him in the tears Yes. <laughs> he, he can't waste time himself up in it later. <laughs> I found an F thirty five if anyone wants one. You found what for, on Facebook Marketplace an F thirty five. Yeah, that's the one that went missing, Lance, in the news. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh. Um right, so we're gonna be talking about fighting at night uh, this evening. So, what do we want to start off with? Should we talk about thermal first? Because I know, if Kenny, have you got your little fancy? Oh, it's on a gun, in my gun cabinet because I've got it on my ah, uh, two okay. two at the moment because he's shooting rabbits. But it um, he uses yeah, it on a, as got... a force multiplier against rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a massive discussion, isn't there, with like thermal and its place in airsoft, and I'm seeing more and more now. Like a couple of friends have just bought the new. Pulsar, which has got like day and thermal in one, so you can you bring you bring up a, you can have a small screen thermal or on day, and then the main screen thermal or day. So you can literally just run with it. See anyone hiding in a bush? Is there a place for it? I mean, it's like if you've got the money, why not? But that's like five and a half k. These guys are dropping on that, you know. Um, but as I said, yeah, if you've got the cash, why not? But yeah, it's um, I think it's definitely. I, I think it. The rise of night vision and thermal really ruined Milsims for me when I didn't have one because I was sniping, always sniped, and it came to night time and it's like, oh, well, this is useless, you know, um, because it, I felt like I was just in the dark and everyone could see me. So, and it was true. I used to get shot to shit. So in the end, it became like Milsims were just shit in the evening. And then I, so I thought, you can't beat them, join them, bought a thermal. Now, Milsims are the best in the world, and I love watching idiotic me's walking around going, and then I just hammer them. So, <laughs> what I say is, sell everything you own, don't feed the kids, go and buy a thermal, and your life will be better when you hit Milsim. Fair I one. think it's difficult, isn't it, with thermal, because ultimately, <laughs> you're right in that it, it is so beneficial to being able to I mean because obviously night vision has the constraint of you know you, you can still camouflage against night vision it's allowing you to see better at night but ultimately the thermal actually help you it's very hard to hide a thermal signature it's not something you can't do but it's very mm. hard to do it so but also you, know, you can navigate with the night vision so they both have their pros and cons yeah. you know the, the nods you can navigate the thermal you really can't um it's interesting because there's like I can't remember who's bringing it out, but I saw it at IWA. Um, but they're bringing out that new thermal red dot. Um, it's hollow it's sun. Not yeah, but it's not majorly expensive. It's like 1,800 no. quid. And mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, that you will be able to navigate with because I think, you know, it, you'll, be able to, yeah, you'll be able to see pretty much everything in front of you. But holding a gun up for that long is pretty painful. Um, yeah, I know all too but well. Yeah. But I think it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd love to know what the thoughts of people who go and play and haven't got any night vision and thermal and play even night game, night time at, at a Milsim. I wonder what they think, you know. Because I've done it for a long time. I I, quite, I I've I went back to it recently. The last couple of ops we've done uh, with the SEO boys and that, I've chosen yeah, did, actively yeah. chosen yeah. not to run thermal or or I haven't got nods, but I've actively chosen not to run my thermal. Because um, <clears throat> what I found was with me personally, I don't know if it's, it's the same for other people, is that I found I got quite when I could see quite clearly at night and navigate quite easily at night, I got quite complacent as to the noise I was making and stuff. Because I could see where I was going, and I knew I was aware of what was around me. I was just sort of like not stomping about, but I was walking like I, it was daytime. Like I was just, I was just sort of like because I could clearly navigate around. I wasn't taking like tentative steps. I wasn't like, thinking, oh yeah, I can't really graze past that branch. It's going to make that bush wobble. Mm. Whereas, you know, what I mean, whereas without that on, and you you sit there for sort of like 15, 20 minutes, just pitch dark, let your eyes adjust. Um, granted, under a canopy, it, it is still very dark in there, but you you can see some of the wood through the trees if you know what i mean with the naked eye you know as long as you give it that time to adjust and i found that i was a lot quieter uh in the way i moved around at night time not having any of those night aids to help me out so i think uh -huh. there's a balance of weighing up i mean having consistently rely on it i mean maybe like a, a monocle that you can sort of look and then ditch it look and then ditch it sort of thing maybe something like that um could be quite good for me for the way i like to play like Milsim and stuff like that. I don't know if I'd like to constantly be uh, in amongst it. Like as soon as I left to go on a two or three hour up, just having that on for sort of three hours, I think I'd. Oh, I'd see, I'd see, I'm different. Fuck that. I, if I could, I'd have two just straps, just two two scopes <laughs> strapped there, bat, like battery packs, just galore, like this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I don't like being surprised. I don't know why people watch scary movies. You know, like. It, <laughs> It's a horrible, it's a horrible thing, isn't it? Someone scaring you. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, but if you're um, quiet, you're going to hear them a lot more than because at the end of the day, you can see, but it, it doesn't, it, it won't, it won't make you quieter. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like to. I'm just. If you're stomping as well, uh, and also, you're not, gonna, I mean, you're not going to get the upper hand on someone else who's looking, who also, no, who's also looking out for you. If you're moving quietly. And you go to ground and you wait. You, you do a, you do sort of like a fifty, sixty meter move, and then you go to ground for a few minutes and just have a like, just do a, like a little listening stop. Mm. Then you get right comfortable. Now I can carry on. Do you know what I mean? I mean, thermal is also. I'm just gonna just gonna bring this up because otherwise James is gonna shit himself. He says I'm gonna have a shit fit in a minute. Thermal is not for night fighting. It's a tool that works no matter the lighting conditions. Yes, we know we're yes, obviously talking about yeah. fighting at night, um, specifically on this one. But the the thing that. I found before when I've I don't own any night vision or thermal, but I've I've had the benefit of using them at events. It's very limited as to where you're obviously looking. So if you're on a stag duty with a say, um, I mean we've had it where we've got sort of one person just just patrolling around a little camp or something like that. It's only useful for where you're looking. You know, it, it's not going to give you that 360 degree awareness that you would have in the day normally, and that you can just sort of spin round or or quickly. You, like, you're, like you're still your having to rely on your Exactly. You still have to rely on your hearing and everything like that. What it's useful for, ultimately, is if you do hear a noise, you can obviously pinpoint where you want to then start looking. It's the same as like a telescope or something like that. You know, you can't look at the whole night sky at any one time. You're only focusing on one little tiny bit at a time. So you have to scan around. 
And that's when it's scary is when you pan round and all of a sudden there's this great white thing in front of you. It turns out it's a deer or something like that. (laughs) So, yeah, it's very subjective as to where you look. Mm. But it is it is just such a massive force multiplier because you can't you can't. I mean, I mean, Ed Ed has found this and I know he's found this because I think we talked about it previously. But snipers and things like that, a lot of the snipers aren't able to camouflage themselves against thermal. You know, then they're not all running the thermal camo. Their their ghillie suits and their uh, hides and all of that, it's allowing them to hide very, very well for normal vision, night vision or anything like that. But the thermal, your your heat signature is a lot harder to mask. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I haven't really I've only used mine a few times. I mean thermal is the one. I mean if you if you go up against thermal, then you, yeah, you are gonna struggle to um keep out of their sights, basically. Do you know what I mean? You are going to struggle. Yeah, I mean, as and, soon as you start getting they, contacted they, by thermal, and if you, I mean, if you moved at night, so far away. Yeah, I mean, if you moved at night and went to ground, and it took them a while to get eyes on you again, then there's a good chance you obviously you'll be up against odds. But if they're literally just tracking you, and then dropping more rounds onto your position, then you'll you'll know you're up against thermal, and then it's literally just like yeah, either back off to get out of their range, and sort of maybe come back in at a later date, or you, or you just sort of try and stand your ground and just hope to God that you clip them before they clip you sort of thing when it comes to thermal, I just you know. I, I just think like I think over the, over the next few years there's going to be so many more players out there with thermal and, and mm. nodes. I mean, but it's becoming more available it's becoming not cheaper it's becoming more available and you know there, there are cheaper options out there that are sort of that are starting yeah, but to I mean, maintain even the, the cheaper options are still going to be yeah good enough do you know what I mm. mean to pick up a heat source and actually be able to engage someone and they are yeah, I've I've seen them. I mean, I I dropped a scope in the chat the other day, and it was like on sale for like three hundred quid. You know, thermal mm. scope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. People pay more than that for in vortex. Mm. So I, I don't think I don't think it would be surprising if you find events start saying, you know, we're, we're going to run events that are no thermal, no MVG. And mm. yeah, and, and, that, and that's cool, and that's awesome. Yeah, and then everyone's relying on, you know lights mm. and everything else amazing but then yeah there's not to say yeah I, not to I, say I, you I, can't I, have I, it I, I think without yeah, it yeah you have to no, no i think no. i mean I, obviously I, I, like I'd it was when playing event without it i'm not saying i wouldn't but then i like a few years ago now playing field you know we've mm. done um when we've done that vietnam event uh, um apocalypse and that was really refreshing because there was no it was iron sights only apart from snipers they could have a scoped rifle so it's iron sights um we could use white light, but it was no torch mount. It was no weapon mounted lights. There was no night vision. There was no thermal. So it, it, it was cool, the yeah. same across both boards, you know. And it was wicked. It was so good yeah, to do that. Bring it back to Genuinely, really good. You know, you were you, you were using floods at night, almost as if you was putting up sort of flares, so you could illuminate with like a big floodlight. And then you was all putting rounds down and stuff like that. And it, that was quality. Yeah, I, you had to sort I mean, of before the like light before then. the huge rise of thermal and nods, I remember playing a, a Milsim. I my, my first one. I loved it. I was just stalking around, you know, and. Like not using any light at all, but just stalking around and trying to knife kill people and stuff. You know that was awesome. And then, then a few boys rocked up and with thermal and night vision, it was like just hammered. You know, demoralised. It'll happen. It can happen. It can happen. But then you know, like nods can be countered with um, a good good white light drills. You know, which we which we showed with um, with the SEO guys when we did the private event up at um, up at the site, Ken. We had, um, yeah, we had an yeah. event there which ran 24 hours and, you know, our white discipl- our white light discipline was spot on. We weren't just like sort of like, walking around with white lights on, constantly strafing. 
it was you know like a night patrol um you're going to ground you literally possible target sort of thing it would do a quick flash and then it'd be light off and it wouldn't necessarily be everyone it'd just be one flash like that and if you did get target then obviously in turn the rest of your unit or your rest of your team um would lay fire down in the same direction and it was really even like terry said he goes i've never seen sort of white light discipline with your team the way you did it it was spot on so we couldn't get around it even with nods and this that and the other do you know what i mean it was you were literally on us and then moving and then getting into a, like a, an extended line to like to push for a wood block and we literally had nowhere to go so yeah <laughs> it, can, it can be done it can be done and like i said that's why i found myself sort of moving away from it because i was getting complacent with it at night time mm. just cutting about I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just shit so i'm like yeah just give me anything you know it's like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, i want to cheat i want to win you know i'm gonna go out of bounds i'm gonna do all the bad <laughs> <laughs> use a real gun and <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i mean i think i think um we've obviously kind of covered the usage of thermal in, in terms of countering thermal let, let's just sort of talk about that so you know if say say you're up, up against uh, a couple other teams that might have thermal there's things like mylar blankets and stuff like that you know ultimately you're providing a barrier between yourself um i mean don't obviously run around with a mylar blanket in front of you, you look like a right or moron but if you're setting up a fob or um camp like that i mean we, we've we've got a few chats that we're in where we've kind of discussed the sort of sandwiching of a mylar blanket with a basher and then some uh like scrim or camo net or something like that on top of that so you know you've got your your, your visual covered off in terms of your your basher and your camouflage netting you've got the waterproofing yeah. with the the basher and then the mylar just kind of helps keep that thermal signature separated mm -hmm. so that's a, that's a way i don't know why i that. don't know why people don't just run around with a piece of glass just a window that's literally about to say yeah, that, yeah, get, just stand behind glass. Get an old window, thing. and you can see you can see through it, and then just have a, like a sucker on the other side. You don't put your hands around because people are <laughs> right, seeing like, glass. Look, there's a load of fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just <laughs> run around with a glass, and then no one can hit you anyway, because even if they did yeah. see you, they just hit the glass, wouldn't it? Just gob mode. Okay. I'm going to start, <laughs> I'm going to put on the shop, yeah, I'm going to start selling panes of glass. <laughs> It's going to be a just reclaimed greenhouses gonna, up for sale. I mean, but. yeah, pretty much everyone's going to be a return because the courier's broken it. But I'm going to try. Maybe <laughs> no, it's one you. Set, it's a self-assembly one. You assemble it yourself, and it gets to you. <laughs> yeah, just give them some glue. <laughs> I mean, perspex works as well, doesn't it? With any sort of physical barrier. Mm. It, it's it's gonna, like, that's why it's, it's difficult. Not... Obviously, um, with um, with protecting thermal as well, like you, you can't really put perspex in front of it. You can't put glass in front of it. What you can do, which is what I did with mine, was I used an old uh, metal uh, sieve strainer, but the actual very thin, wiry one. Um, mm. And I had one which was sort of starting to go away from the edge of the circular disc bit that holds it in place. So I literally just bastardized that into a cone, sort of like a muzzle shape. Which went over the end of the um, my thermal, and I could still see through. Well, it when, see, when, when you when you said that, I just, I just I just pictured Lance's Mrs. Louise just looking around, going, "Where's the?" I, I did buy a new one, and then I used oh, the old oh, one. The sieve just got like a little hole cut in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Why is the, yeah. si why is little, the sieve? In why is there a seventy-five millimeter hole cut out of this sieve? <laughs> <laughs> it was big up. rice. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was straining a marrow. <laughs> <laughs> And Andy's come up with a, an idea of running around with massive space heaters to mess up the thermal. <laughs> Horse-drawn um, space heaters. <laughs> uh, there's a couple comments which we'll just kind of cover through. 
James C says, problem with thermal camo is that whatever you put on will eventually heat up. I've seen some interesting stuff with layered mesh and netting. And he says, once played a game where it was with white light versus NVG, the white light guys just kept putting the lights on. At that point, the whole NVG uh, usage was completely pointless. Uh, Ed said, for example, that time I shot Lance at Imperium, he felt like a Zeus. Oh, I remember. Yes, yes. When he yeah, he said he played a Milsim for a long time without NV, and then when you get a kill on someone with NV, you feel like a god. Mm. Mm. I didn't have NV, Ed. You lunatic! What are you on about? <laughs> I was, Jamu says. I remember you can that. Hide that was your actually, he actually done very well there. I do remember that very well. <laughs> Jamu says you can hide your thermal signature to an extent. Um, Sub level, mate. Trenches moving around. Adventures, uh, sorry, Defiant says you cannot navigate under thermal. It doesn't provide sufficient definition. So I've seen some quite decent thermals. Like, I can, um, Kenny, you can navigate with your thermal. I'm like you can make yeah, out the land ter yeah, terrain. I can navigate with my thermal through woodland and stuff. Yeah, just about. But the, but the problem is, the I, I don't know much about... You, I don't know why you got me on talking about fucking thermals. But, I mean, like, is it the... Edward, no. Is it the objective? Uh, is, my one is quite close, luckily. But most of them are... So, so far away that you can't really navigate because what you're trying to navigate what you're seeing is so far in the in in the distance mm. your brain can't compute that i'm going to be there my one you can just about if i look down i can make it out and you know kind of navigate but the problem is as well when you're constantly your shoulders are killing because you're holding the gun up and the and your eye your eye is getting you end up blinding yourself you know the second you take that that yeah, that all your, your natural night you, vision disappears. Instantly. You cannot see anything then. You're, and, no. and I've got myself into a bit of a mess a few times, you know, like I'm like, fucking hell, because I've just seen white just. Um, yeah, so that was, so there's benefits and there's pros and cons, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, as, as a whole, I would say, unless you've got like an ultra expensive thermal, you can't navigate with it, in my opinion. I don't think so. <laughs> I've tripped over everything. That's a fucking nightmare. So, yeah. Jamu says, hybrid is the way. Absolute game changer for me. Thermal on one eye and Envy on the other. It's not for everyone, though. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, that would be cool. That's what I did when I, when I had my Envy monocular. I had, uh, my right eye was thermal on the scope, and then the left was just purely for was, was purely for green, just for looking around me. But then I just mm. ditched, sucked that off and just stuck with the thermal. Because I can, I can, I can get the outline of trees. I can see the outline of tracks. I can see bushes and stuff like that through my via my thermal. I can clearly walk. I could walk with my thermal and and navigate where I need to go. So the magnification. I, I mean, I mean, visually, well, visually getting to somewhere. Yeah. I don't think. I, I don't think. I'm not saying I can hold a map at the end of my scope and go, "Oh yeah, look, I need to go there on that bearing." Blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. I can't do that. But I can. I can see what's about me. I, I wouldn't trip into a ditch or anything like. That. I can use. I can navigate mm. that with my thermal. You know, a hazard if, if you like. Yeah. Rage says, I don't have nods or thermal. Some of the boys I run with have Gucci Gucci nods and thermal. Decent torch makes a huge difference. Airsofters that think nods and thermal make you Superman. If you're shit, you'll be shit just with nods and thermal on. So, <laughs> Absolutely, mate. That's it. It's so good true. It's so true. I, I agree. I am I am in that bracket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very, very untrue, because I've been at events with you where people have gone, oh, Oh, he's a right. He's a right knobhead. He's been taking us out all day with his rifle. And, oh well, we'll get him at night. And then got, you've got, just got a, slap the thermal got a good sniper rifle. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it's all down to the rifle. It, 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 Mike, it's easy. You just get HBA, and then you get the Allen key, and you twist it anti-clockwise, and you just keep going until the Allen key, nearly, the, the, the grub screen, nearly falls out. <laughs> Don't bother chronoing it, and it's about twenty-seven joules. 
So yeah. <laughs> goes miles. I'm joking, by the way. If anyone, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Yeah, you don't do that. Uh, no, so we've obviously covered thermal. Let's let's have a chat about NVG. So in terms of night vision, we're talking, um, you know, the first gen, second gen, third gen. I think there's a third gen plus. Is there? I think yeah, it's third gen and gen plus. gen well, gen two plus now as well. There as well. Yeah. So they like iPhones. You just get a new one every year. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, like even like the digital options, have got the Sonic stuff like that now. That's getting better and better. There's a few guys on. I, I looked through one now. the other day and I quite enjoyed it. I mean, granted, mm. there was a fair bit of natural light from the moon, but it, um, that, you know, it was cool. It looked good. It worked. And. Mm. 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 But then, it even when it goes up, you know? I mean, even like even like the Gen Two stuff. I mean, I remember the only one I've had which hasn't really struggled with like a full cloud cover. If you like, say you was in a canopy with cloud cover, um, was an old uh, British Army kite sight that I had. Now I'm not sure on what the uh, on what the generation of the tube is would be in one of them, but it never it didn't seem to struggle. It didn't require well, it didn't have any IR illuminator or anything on that scope. It was purely. Um, uh, just purely absorbing ambient light. Now I'm not sure what makeup that was, but uh, yeah, the the kite site, which I used to own a long, long time ago, was. What uh, did you do with it? I passed it on. Oh. When I got my thermal, which I sort of regret oh. now. But there we go. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sounds if cool. if you got if it's a full cloud cover or no moon full cloud cover, and you're under a canopy. I mean, even Gen twos and threes, you're going to need some IR illuminator to uh, to to make them effective. I mean, obviously, I'm going. This is an extreme uh, uh, example, but for that example, the event that me and Andy were at, and Wayne at the bunker with um, with the SEO boys, um, and it was a sealed, you know, a sealed underground tunnel system. Like no so light there was no, na- there was zero natural light. There was none. As soon as that blast door shut, there was no- You could put your hand there, and you would not see anything. So obviously, all all the all the guys there running Gen two plus Gen three nods, all IR'd up massive had to be because there's no there was zero ambient light at all and it's almost the mm. same situation when you get that huge thickness of cloud cover even fog fog is a bastard for night vision and i've tried mm. it um, when we did the falklands event mike and i had my kite sight on my rifle back then it, it's just a wall of green with with swells through it it's, it's so hard to, to, to navigate what? did, did you not just like go and just keep blowing it out of the way you could do that. You could fan it, I suppose. If Mike, if Mike had his, if Mike had his admin folder, then he could have been fanning the fog he away from me. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, it's an anti-fog device. It's not, <laughs> nothing to do with the actual practical. And, 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 he could, and he could have, he could have put string through it and got people to run further on. And... <sighs> um. <laughs> You can also, I mean, you can get with with MVG and stuff like that. You can obviously get your IR chem lights and things as well. There's a number of kind of IR illuminators that you can provide. They don't just have to be torches, you know. I think you can get. Um, I mean, you know, you look at some of these CCTV systems and the like that they have set up. Um, that they're often provided with their own IR illuminator for exactly that purpose. There's not always enough natural light, so mm. by having that. But I, I mean, I'm yet to see proper IR floodlights like the little kind of set down ones. Not to say they don't exist. I've just I've not seen them in use uh, yeah. in airsoft per se. Is that because uh, you haven't got them? <laughs> uh, 
Well, yeah, you wouldn't see it anyway, would you? Um, yeah, everyone else has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this light does. <laughs> yeah, this light doesn't work. Tend it back. <laughs> this is the tenth return. You've sent this light back. It works. You just don't have anything to see it with. I mean, okay, let's put it put it this way. So, talking from someone who say say someone who hasn't got thermal, someone who hasn't got night uh, nods or anything like that, uh, and you're going out on a night patrol at an event. Uh, you know full well that the Op4 or the Blue 4 team, depending on what side you're on, do have units with uh, with thermal. Or let's start with night vision. What sort of things would be going sort of through your mind in the ways that you could counter that, or how are you going to conduct yourself with, let's say, let's say a team with just night vision to start with? Let's keep it at night vision for now. But what mm. might what would be a couple of things that you'd consciously do uh, when you well, get light out the discipline's field. the main not one. Just say, well, it? I'll just because... stay at the harbour area and not go out. <laughs> <laughs> just not go out. And, yeah. um, I'm pretty sure you could do that at the last event, though. <laughs> He was like, nah, I'm not going. Yeah, no, I did at the last event because I couldn't fucking see. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still yet to find some solid lens Lance, glasses Lance, that Mike can wear Lance, at night time. Lance, can, Lance, can I just say that was the most serious I've ever heard you when you just said all that? And I think it's because now you're 40. No, I no, I think I did this last week as well with, our, with the interview with Ed and that. What, you went all serious I, and stuff? I, I, now I actually asked genuinely interesting questions. Oh, no, well. So 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 genuinely interesting they were. I sang all the way to work that night in celebration. No. No, <laughs> right, Mike, go and answer his question. Yeah, so no, I mean, maybe go night, silly. Thanks. <laughs> night, um, like nighttime light discipline is very important because the number of events I've been to where you don't need NVG or anything, you can see them coming because they've got the great big spotlights on the front of the rifles running around. You know, big big illuminated torches or you know. Someone, I mean, we've had this at events as well. Someone accidentally just pushes the trigger on it because they forget where they've placed it, and you just get <laughs> all of a sudden a big white light, and it just happens. Um, so that's that's an important one because ultimately, again, as we said, night vision. It's a useful tool, but it's not the be all and end all. If you're if you're not necessarily having someone look in the right place, you can still creep up on someone with night vision. Mm. Use of um, natural barriers and the likes also important as well. So again, just treat it like a daytime event. You know, you you wouldn't just walk up to the enemy in a daytime event. You'd be you'd be using the natural cover and vegetation, not necessarily skylining yourself, making use of bushes and the like. You wouldn't just stand there in the middle of the open, just kind of wandering around as if you've got no idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> I think that's where I've been going wrong. <laughs> I've definitely I mean, yeah, I you, see that. you see that? You know, you, you get. You get, I mean, we've had this at some of the long war events. Like, we've been sort of in the Sangers, even with just torches and stuff like that. And you've got, you, you've had a torch across the um, the outside of the Sanger, and you can you catch someone like mid walking because they've just not appreciated the fact that you, you might be able to see them because everyone yeah. just assumes well, it's this dark. Is it. You don't I know mean, where they I've, are. I've encountered that as well, Mike, at some events where as soon as the, as soon as the sun goes down and there's like maybe a partial moon out, people think, oh, it's dark now. I can just sort of like walk straight across there. It's like, no, treat well, nighttime yeah. as if it was daytime. Still, use yeah. cover. You must stay in cover, even if it's at night. Because literally, like you said, then you could be walking. I mean, there's a big open field in front of that uh, sand fob at um, yeah. at Legion, wasn't it? And if you're yeah. going across there, like bimbling across, and all of a sudden you get a light, and you're like, like French mime. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, you can't do that. You've got. To, you've got. To, no, you've exactly. got to box then, around then, it. Then, no, so then you just pick up your window and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to have a smoke grenade. Smoke grenade and window. That's a small, mm. small building. Oh, it's just a, that's just a small building. Banning <laughs> smoke towards the fob. <laughs> like, who's I'm that tight running around with a pane of glass? <laughs> oh, God, he's back again. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, you've got to uh, box around stuff like that. Or if you are, unless yeah. you're going on like a full section attack or sort of like that, then it's game on. Do you know what I mean? But you know, you yeah. must you must stay in cover, use cover. I mean, for, well, a big one for me personally is is being quiet because mm. it carries at night time. You you've lost an awful lot of those daytime noises and things like that. You know, especially at some certain events. I know mm. even like flight paths and things like that. You know, there's there's hardly any flights at that time of night. It's when nuts you, when how quiet it goes. doesn't It It gets quiet. You know, there's no more. There's hardly yeah. any traffic on the road. This that and the other. Everything's quiet and down. Everything everything goes to sleep apart from the mm. us weirdos that go out at night, play airsoft, and and a, and a few <laughs> bugs and the occasional yeah. mammal. Um, and, so the, and, and the old dog walker, you see, I've seen like a dog walker a lot on last <laughs> like last event. I was like scanning with a thermal. I was like, someone walking their fucking dog. It was like twenty past eleven or something in the middle of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, right. for me, so it's 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 keep it, it's, it's maintaining that discipline of, of keeping quiet. You know. Um, moving very very slowly and doing those and doing those sound check stops as well you know, you know covering 50 60 meters you know taking a knee in cover and then just listening and waiting to see if someone's picked up on you moving about and they're making their way into getting to an attack mm. on you you'll hear them rustling and banging around da, 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 then you'll think oh christ they oh, pick something up another 50 meters go to ground have a listen what see if you can see, see if you can see someone just quickly fashion a light somewhere oh yeah look down that way right so then you've got a bearing of where you've got a threat from rather than mm. just sort of like just consistently moving and staggering and going through trees and that i mean going through a wood block is difficult at night time uh if you've got like an eight-man patrol and you've got especially over at our site i mean there's an awful lot of leaf litter it's been very dry crunchy crunchy you can't get around it uh but what you can use is you um, can use um, game and trails. we've been putting out a lot of crisp packets lately haven't we we just put them extra everywhere. crisp packets yeah we've done an awful lot of that a... recently. <laughs> we just yeah put them anywhere we can <laughs> But you can use game trails, so look out for them. Um, I've got a great thing with game trails is is where like uh, heads of deer have gone through there and they have cleared some of the ground a little bit of mm. trails. They cleared the same trail all over again. But what they, what they, with the game trail, what it does is under nods and under thermal, it will light up. So you will see it mm. through that through that forest floor, and you look into a wood block, you will notice a game trail, and you it will be a clear almost a clear line for you, and you can see where them deer have been. The only thing you've got to be mindful of is that the, the height of the deer is probably going to be in between your sort of chest and your waistband, so you will be ducking. A lot of the other stuff has been taken out. Like you can look in some wood blocks, and every single every single branch below sort of like four four and a half foot four foot has been completely stripped and cut down, where deer have just sat there chewing on all day long, and you can see right through mm. a whole wood block. So that's what you've got to be mindful of. But it's, again, it's another little tip that you can use to your advantage. Is once you've, you and you'll feel it, even without nods and thermal, you'll know once you get onto that hard ground inside a wood block, you're on that game trail, and you'll you'll see it with your naked eye. You'll be able to see this slightly illuminated game trail going through a wood block, which you can use to your advantage because it'll be quieter, the ground will be harder, and it'll take you through mm. a clear and path. probably less crisp packets. And there'll be hardly any crisp packets <laughs> because it's the deer, a, I mean, the deer are environmentally yeah. conscious of yeah, this they and they'll pick them up as they go along absolutely <laughs> I mean, the they'll other... come out and go for fuck's sake who has put these here again? who's moved all our crisp baguettes yeah <laughs> <laughs> the other the other facet to obviously um dealing with mvg is you know ultimately as soon as you come under contact you use those super powerful torches that are not as expensive um you know you can get these big uh, i can't think claris for example i mean it's like a thousand lumens something like that you're going to be throwing a lot of light on them. It's going to... There's a big reason why some NVG users are standing there going, no, no, don't, no white light because I want to use my NVG. It, it messes up with them. You know, it, it mm. causes a bit of chaos. They're, they're completely pointless at that point. 
So throw some light on them. Use that to your advantage. It helps disorientate as well because if you've got lights going on and off that are firing in a, at a kind of well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flare. It's almost like a light flare going off. Yeah. They'll, have to, they'll, they'll instantly have to do it, or they'll, the, the MVG will auto gate anyhow, and it will just completely dull it down that light and dissipate it, so it doesn't damage the tubes and stuff like that. But yeah, it will that will mess with a, a nod user's day quite badly at night time. Mm. But then again, it's, it's having that discipline to do that. So if you do pick up, it, it, eventually you'll hear. If you hear a little rustle, then it's sort of like leave it. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a good chance that's going to be just sort of like a bit of night wildlife. But if you hear that stomp, or you hear that twig break, or you hear a couple of things, or a, a quick whisper or something you know a creak of kit or a buckle or anything anything like that then you've got a, you've got a bearing of where it is quick bit of white like oh there you go but pop 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 yeah you know acquire your target and if you can you know let them have it perfect exactly what you want to be doing but again and getting your natural night vision adjusted as well before you go out not sitting there you know just i'll oh, quickly text uh quarter of midnight so quickly text some missus blah 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 got your screen like that you know what i mean all right okay let's I'm go a fag. Uh, um yeah <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? It's, you've got to give that 10, 15 minutes of, of the minimal, minimal light. You know, red aspect, very, very dulled down. I mean, even my red aspect talks quite bright. I even put a bit of desert sniper tape over that just so it's an actual very, very dull red glow with a little pinprick in the middle of it. Just if mm. I do need to do anything, you know, lastminute.com. But yeah, you must give yourself that 10, 15 minutes to let your, your natural night vision adjust. Always good, always good. Addy said, unless told not to, I use a 2K lumen strobe that messes you up, messes up your MVG. I can imagine that that's pretty annoying. Um, you can also get the strobing pyros. We've obviously used those at a few events before. So they're... Um, oh, yeah, I've still called, got a couple of them. Stroboscope. Uh, it's like a Polish um, pyrotechnics company that basically is it. We had to clear it with the site because... I'm not 100% convinced it was... A, I don't think it's cold-burning pyro, is it? It's, it's effectively hot-burning, so we have to be careful where we use yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so if you're able to use them on the site, it's 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 a completely quiet fountain that basically just strobes very bright white light. Um, mm. and that, that was particularly effective. They do work. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's just run through some comments because I'm conscious I want to get on talking about Rising Empire Rising 2. Um, Rage says at night you should have advance uh, oh, at night you should advance while playing Fortunate Sun through a boombox that's the Gucci thing to do absolutely couldn't um, agree more with that there you go <laughs> Andy says also make sure that what you're walking through for example gravel will be light so you just silhouette yourself so yeah mm -hmm. also bear in mind colours of things I mean this is where the natural again you know you were saying in terms of treat it like a daytime scenario because ultimately Absolutely. if you are just putting yourself out in the open and you can be seen very visibly you're gonna you're gonna screw yourself over i mean obviously using seen... main trails at night time is a is a benefit because it, it will be quieter it's going to be more open space if you can use a vehicle track and to get somewhere it will be quicker but remember you're going to be compromising your cover and the ability to get into cover by unless you unless you hug to the to the right hand side or the left hand side of the verge or something like that you know an awful lot of movement at night time would be sort of like single file um keeping within a few meters of each other even into as soon as you get into a wood block you want to be sort of like arm's length away from the guy in front of you purely for navigation mm. purposes you know but um guys yeah, my, do you know i do you know i rigged the phone up with empire sticky tape from packages it's falling off oh no um you should so, have got some string from mike 
Oh, no, I, sh- I, I should have got a better retailer, Sticky Tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we know a couple. We could send you, yeah. send you some if you want. Hold on, I'm just taping it back up. There you go. I just taped it up. Oh. Hedy says, are PVS 14 still valid or should I just quit Airsoft at this point, lol? I think, oh, I think PVS 14 is pretty... Yeah. Can we just say, I don't, even, I don't even know I don't know what they are. Hedy... Um, I need that Hedy email from you, mate. Hedy is an absolute... <laughs> uh, Hedy is a complete geek as well. Um, so that... Yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what he's talking about. But uh, if anyone saw the Empire 2 Rising video, he made that. He's a very clever young man. All right, Kenny. Don't um, worry, we're getting there, mate. We're getting to it. <laughs> I'm joking. Did <laughs> I mention Empire Rising too? So I mean, I yeah. mention Just so you know, Stephen Whitehead says heavy breather and serial twig snapper right here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Ray says you have to be careful doing that though, Lance. Those deer are starting to get antsy with people using their paws and they're getting tooled up. <laughs> what do you mean, like geese? You, was, <laughs> you, you told me about. <laughs> Oh, uh, Rage sent me a wicked thing on Instagram a couple of days ago. It was about how um, geese have come to take people's souls, and it's like just accept the fact the goose is there to take you, and you know don't put up a fight. It, it will retaliate. Just, it, I'll forward it to you. My God, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Rag completely um, fucking random, but it's very good. <laughs> Ed says other advice for people with no night vision: don't wear mesh. There may be enough light to see at night, but not with mesh. Allow, also allow your natural NV to develop before you go on patrol. Don't look into light. That's the thing. I mean, mesh, mesh is completely useless at night. I found the Edge Tactical mm. Tiger colour. I think it's like the, the orangey yellow. That's completely useless at night. You want a proper clear eye pro at night. Um, obviously, don't start using shades I mean, and things as well because they. Won't I mean, work. failing that, well, obviously, a little tip with mesh. What you can do is you can spray the inside of the mesh either white or a very light grey, um, a very light tan colour, um, and that will sort of dissipate the black mesh that you'd see, almost like the blur bit, like you smudge something on a on a scope when you look mm. through it. You know, what I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying when you when you're picking up mesh when you're wearing it, and as that light starts to drop, um, it's not as uh, noticeable so if you've got a, a you can obviously keep it all cammed up on the outside or keep it all black but on the inside of your glasses what you're seeing your mesh goggles or whatever if you just rattle can them very very lightly with a white a very light gray or a very light dusty sand color it it will help you to see through that sort of dark mesh a lot better than it being black on the inside mm. but i mean at night you're still going to be fucked oh yeah mesh yeah. mesh mesh only lets in something like 70 percent of the light depending on what Unless what you get holes bigger and bigger hole mesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, thought that was going to be your advice. So I yeah, just pop the mesh out. Get, you pop yeah, mesh get out. The mesh. <laughs> you get a big screwdriver and just keep twisting until just open them holes up. Just <laughs> until, right in the middle until they're, until they're roughly seven mil- millimeters wide. Yeah, seven mils. That's the perfect number, right there. Yeah. You can't have it six <laughs> mil and under is a no go. Right? Okay. Yeah. Please, please, nobody do that. Don't do that. Yeah, That's please. not a genuine yeah, advice. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, Stephen Whitehead says, how best to preserve your night vision in an engagement? Keep one eye closed, pirate eye patches. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Why not? Just keeping one eye shut. So I think we we'll just shut, you know inkling what? Just of shut white both light, your just... eyes. Just shut both your eyes. Well, to be fair, the best thing I've seen is make sure when you've got your torch mounted on your rifle that it's far enough forward that you're not illuminating your rifle. Because that's that's... Yeah. Often I mean, that could be. That you you get like your for your iron your your forward iron sights or something like that get illuminated. They're a big bright spot. Turn the torch Absolutely. off, and that's all you can see. 
Yeah, even that down the side of a suppressor, you'll struggle as well because that can illuminate that. It's always good to either have a suppressor doled down or have a cover on it just to sort of mitigate that brightness from the torch. Uh, you can get a rail adapter which will clamp around the um, your flash idler of your rifle which will extend your Picatinny rail so you can bring your torch so it's literally level with the end of your of your muzzle um, and that then all the, all the light from your uh, your light or torch whatever it is you're using is completely to your front it's not like a quarter of the way back down the rifle you know you think of an m4 where the picatinny rail finishes and then you've got like the, the front field sight then your flash eye and stuff like that you're unless you've got a, an offset or a counterbalance counterbalanced um bracket for, for your torch to go in it's never going to reach the end of that but you can get a you can get an extender which will clamp around the uh around the outer barrel and so you can make so you can mount a torch or, or a peck box really close to the, almost to the tip which is they're, they're always quite good um, right, I'm just going to fast forward through a couple of these comments because I really want to get on and talk to Kenny about the event. So, Stephen Whitehead says, floodlights and a generator problem solved. Yep. Rage says, stay in the shadows, light discipline, and get a very good torch with a good throw. Pegasus says, up against Nod users, my go-to is a bright torch and light them up as soon as you engage. All good advice. Andy says, strobes are best, just need to make sure you use them and don't want to set someone off in a fit. Obviously, yeah, that's a good ideal. shout. Very good shout, mate. Uh, Andy also says the little fishing chem sticks are great. They don't put out a lot of light, but if you put them on the back of your kit so the person behind you has something to follow, that's obviously quite helpful. Oh, that's yeah, really helpful. You can also get you can get the little chem light um, tubes as well, where you put crack a chem light, put that in there, and then you can really reduce <coughs> yeah. the signature. Um, I unfortunately oh, don't also, have to hand. Also, guys, one thing is very handy, so you don't so you can see where the other person is. Hold hands. It's it's very beneficial. You know, 20 guys that, down a track yeah. holding hands is... That's what Fresh Meat was talking about, get, literally. I did an event where I was just holding onto the back of him for about two hours. Yeah. Just hold hands. <laughs> it's simple. You're everlasting. Oh, that's fancy. Very good. I've not seen one of those. So I use that for marking my Bergen, so it's got a clip on it, a little lanyard on it, so you can... It's literally everlasting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so nuclear. So, yeah, that's that You've there. turned it upside down now. I don't know if you can read any of that. But yeah, so basically you can have it as like a full <laughs> you can have it as a full window. Or you can literally close that down so it's just like a tiny little bit of light. But yeah, something like that. They're very good. But you can get you can get many you can get a lot smaller, almost on a little, little keychain type one. And again, you can take that up so it's just literally like a pinprick and at night time more than enough for something to follow. You haven't got to worry about cracking it because it'll always be there. I've got some of that on my I've actually got them on my rigs. I've not got to hand, I was I'd show you. But yeah, very good options. If you want to keep buying chem lights all the time, you can get ones that sort of last a lifetime. Very, they're very good. Mm. A bit more expensive, but they will save dicking about. Last two comments. Hedy says, Kenny, while I'm a geek, you're tapping a phone or uh, taping a phone to the wall to make this live stream possible. I'm good, my love. No, <laughs> this is true. Shit. This is true. I didn't yeah. think about that. <laughs> and Harry says, all this chat ch chit chat about nods and thermal, where do you buy them from? Any tips for buying? Um, you could obviously talk to uh, Optics Warehouse. I know that they've got quite a good uh, supply of various Scott things. Kenny? Scott Country, Scott Country, I believe, are like mm. the the best for thermal in this country. They have the biggest uh, range, and you can buy a lot of them on zero percent finance. So they're accessible to anyone as long as you don't tell your wife. Uh, just quickly, that's made by a company called Beta Light. If you can see that there, Beta Light hmm. TM. So there we go. SPI. Yeah, I mean, all of them are manufactured pretty much by SRDL. Set, 
set with their okay. prices down or night vision anyway, you know. So really, you yeah. want to go to just an established business that isn't, if you've got an issue, they're going to sort it out. Yeah. Um, look, look some, want... some, some events uh, like Defiant, for example, they've got a sales uh, WhatsApp group and, and occasionally um, some uh, nods or thermal kit may come up for sale. Uh, if anyone's mm. interested in that, hit the Defiant boys up. I'm sure you can get added to it if you're in the market for some for some nods or a firm or something also, like that. Also, one awesome. place as well, Facebook group called Scope Bay UK. Mm -hmm. um, ev every optic comes up on that. And I've seen some proper bargains. Like my my uh, my scope was up there for, it was like eight months old, been used, the guy says a few times, you know, he said it's mint condition. And it was up for two and a half grand, you know, that was a four and a half grand scope. So there's yeah there's a lot of good deals that come up on there um and it seems like a pretty good community because if someone's an ass they get everyone rats them out you know so you don't get many dickheads trying to rip you off and stuff obviously you've got to be careful you're handing over a lot of money to some randomer online um but yeah it's that is a good place to go scope bay uk is scope bay uk for any op cool. yeah for any any optic you know like not just nods of thermal but everything but obviously most of them are real they're, they're all just normal rifle shooters so you get mm -hmm. loads of vortex coming up there and stuff like that you know usually half the price so yeah, yeah don't support your so. local don't don't support your local store buy second hand and recycle <laughs> right. yes there we go right empire rising 2 do you know what when, when when the guy i think his name's james is it from defiant when i saw he was in the chat i went for fuck's sake because these guys know what they're doing you know and i think he's just gonna sit here and go this knob he hasn't got a clue so let's just do a disclaimer i haven't got a clue i'm a knob um <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> no but so we run the first one um we run the first one it was all you know really lucky the team are wicked bunch great bunch of lads obviously lance mike all the other boys involved um and they you know they made the event it was awesome they're chilled they're nice guys they're inclusive so when all the snipers are coming down everyone's chatting do you know what i mean we're trying to get people over there's a bit of food it's really chilled it's our it's kind of our place do you know what i mean like there's no dickheads there um and the event itself we thought was pretty good it's a random event it's you would never have played an event like it before it's mm. sniper pretty much you know sniper on sniper obviously we've got this mpc element there um i made that we made that a little bit easy on the first event um but obviously we wanna i wanted to see how it went and we'll tweak it so they're going to be a lot tougher this time you know you're not going to want to see those npc guys because they're going to probably fucking destroy you and you will lose some tags and lose some lives um so they're going to be a lot tougher now um but yeah there's a few things i was definitely going to change but i think it's going to you know i think everyone enjoyed it it was a good event it was really hot so i'm glad it will be a little bit cooler you know this time um, yeah 100 that's going to help and there's a few people coming back so i'm going to have to mix it up you know i'm not just going to chuck it all back out there but essentially it's there's objectives out there which score you points if you get them it's a paired event you don't have to be paired some guys adamantly wants to play by himself um and you can you if you shoot an enemy if they're a sniper they will have a tag on them they'll hang it up in a tree and you it's like kill confirmed if you get that tag it's a point at the end of the game everyone comes back you can't we count up what tags you've got from completing objectives and getting kills um 
and then you you know you crowned the winner. Um, Ed and James won last time, probably cheated. So absolutely, well, no, probably did. They, yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they, but there's so many different <laughs> tactics about this game which I love. Like you can try the slow and sneaky approach. You can try the run and gun because you very limited ammunition. It wasn't that limited in the first game, and I found everyone come back with a lot of BBs. So I'm going to change that again. The BBs will be cut down because I, I want is everyone to to decide whether it's worth taking that shot. You know, you've got one shot. Is it going to get the kill or am I wasting ammo? You're not just going to be pinging through rounds at 80 meters trying to lob it in and through branches, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're going to mix it up a bit. I was going to completely change it. And then Hedy, the guy there, made the video and released it. And it's an amazing video if you haven't seen it. Um, and he's, he, I hadn't told him I was considering to change it. And now he's kept the same. I'm not changing. Mike, can we get the video? <laughs> it would. I will sense. find it. Yeah, yeah. Give me two seconds. Um, That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but yeah, it's not, not a play. lot of players. You know, it's sixty pounds a ticket. Um, it's and the last one I made that and a beautiful loss on. So we did really well financially on that one. Um, this <laughs> this next one, um, hopefully we we we'll break even. Um, but it's just a bit of fun. Eddie's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to learn, you know. Um, but with these guys, they've got a lot of experience in these events. Um, yeah, so that's it, really. We're just trying to have a good time and um, try and do something a little bit different. Like, mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. from the sniper world, um, so I like that route, you know. I'm kind of, for now, leaving the, the real Milsims to the real boys, you know, like the fine and these guys smash it and do wicked jobs. Um, maybe in the future we'll go down there and try something, but... Yeah, I want to get some experience. Well, it's not, it's like you said, as well, we've spoken about it. It's nice to give snipers a bit of a, a, a platform for them to take part in an event which is sort of like catered for them. Because usually everyone it's hard. fucking hates them, don't they? <laughs> but it's, and it's hard to sometimes at a Milsim, if you get a dedicated sniper who's there, like for example, Ed or yourself, Kenny, when you're, you're primarily a sniper, um, it's hard to maintain that sniper role throughout an entire Milsim. Whereas this, although yeah. it's not a Milsim, it's a, it's, it's a, a full day op if you like a battle sim type thing yeah, what you want to strange, call it, it? Or, or, or event it's, you can't really pigeonhole it as anything but um, oh here's the advert let's check this out I don't know if you can hear the audio can you no no oh. is it muted Mike or are you not going to no I can audio? hear the audio I don't know how to set that up oh right okay you fucking useless <laughs> Mike so you can see some of the props there, Kenny, obviously we'll be putting for the first event, which is all good stuff. It's showing there, obviously, um, bolt action only sniper rifle and a single pistol sidearm. So there's no, um, no AGs or anything like that. Pretty cool buddy, that. Hmm. Go and watch that with yeah. audio. Go and go and check it. Um, out. Go and check it's it out on their Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So I'll see if I can get. I'll tell you. What, I'll see if yeah, I can get that, the audio to work for the end of the for show. For those listening back, we just watched a, an advert for Empire Rising Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really so quietly. Apologise. Do apologise. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to talk a little bit through it. You, you haven't gone there. You know. <laughs> I'm you, conscious of people who listen to this show, <laughs> not just watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's most of our audience. Most of our audience are podcast only. So, uh, thank, yeah, th thank you for staying with us. I'll see if I can get the audio um, yeah, for the end th of the show. There are there are a few tickets left. I will be um, 
I was very humbled at the beginning. So I come up with this idea and it was like, um, it was like, uh, like designers blindness, which my friends get who design products, you know, they end up thinking it's amazing and everything's perfect on it. And then they get someone else with a design eye to look at it and they go, well, that's fucking shit. And you've messed all this up. And so I was like, oh my God, I've got this idea and talking to Lance about it. And we all work, we you know, we worked together on this idea. And then I thought, this is going to be amazing. You know, that we're going to sell 1 billion tickets. Every sniper in the country is going to want to be there. It was like tumbleweed time, you know, tickets went live. Okay. Uh, even my friends weren't buying them, you know? So um, it's, it was humbling. And this time I've sold a few more. I wanted to up the numbers because it wasn't, it, I thought that would be the ideal number, but it wasn't, there was a, there was a few too little. So we want a few more pairs out there, but I think we're going to get the numbers this time. There's a few tickets left. If you're interested, come and, you know, come and check it out. You come down on the Friday night, camp, loads of boys will be there. Um, you're going to be very welcomed. Saturday morning, we'll wake up and everyone, other, a lot of other people will arrive on a Saturday. We'll game. Also, this time, I'm going to do a bit of a shooting competition because I always, every sniper thinks they have the best sniper rifle in the world. So I'm going to do build like a little range and then with different distances and some targets. And I want to see who can get to the final one, you know? Um, nice. So a bit of a, a bit of like a... That yeah, won't a be, a that won't be NPCs though. It's not going to be us just going... No, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mike. Mike <laughs> is the final target. We just naked Mike. At the end. Naked Mike. Right shoot, yeah. uh, shoot his dick. Uh, and Mike, Andy you said you had gun. the um, you had that video shoot. muted. No, I didn't. I didn't have the video muted. I muted it halfway through. I know what. I think I've worked out how to fix it. We'll play it at the end. Ooh. But yeah, um, all in, all so in no, hand. I think all in hand. Doing that. Um, there'll be a few bits there. We we have food. Um, Hopefully John's coming and he's going to the grill sergeant and he's going to be cooking up a storm. I'll, I'll buy some beers. We have a few beers. It's chilled, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a good crack. No, it was a cool, I don't the, know what the, else to say. I mean, the first event um, was brilliant. Um, you know, like compl- like there was no, like, all the feedback was positive, which is rare for an event. You yeah. know, you always get someone who say something and it's just like me personally you know engaged with all the all the snipers afterwards everyone had smiles on their face they're all sweaty and minging and horrid but all had smiles on their face uh and then yeah i'm gonna change the, the i'm gonna change the change the extraction because in the last one you had to fire a mortar to extract so to signal mm-hmm. for your extraction and you've got extra points but then obviously um i knew that people would camp the extract but you you didn't know where the extract was you had to complete another task to get the coat to get the coordinates for the extract mm-hmm. um which everyone did but the problem then was you got some people camping it and at the end of the day right off when everyone's knackered it wasn't a good end for some people you know like getting absolutely tagged when you're trying to run in for extra so i'm going to change that how you exit the game um yeah. because i don't want anyone to leave like Going, oh, that was that that bit was shit. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I don't really know what to do. I just don't want the normal like game over now, guys. Come on, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, get yourself a I whistle. Do... <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> whistle. Don't buy a mic whistle, whistle though. Yeah, don't whistle. buy mic's one. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I want to, I want to see how these go. I I might do another one. We'll see. Um, but I might mix it up a bit. Uh, I don't know. It might do the same sort of thing, but maybe not just snipers. So I might get loads of guys on a lower ticket price because their job that is not going to be as exciting. Kind of, no, it's copying kind of everyone else, really. Uh, just trying to put a bit of a different spin on it. 
Um, and then maybe having like a real elite unit, but proper units like designated sniper comes in, that, you know, rifleman, LMG, everything, and mm. then putting them into a big situation. And the other guys, it's more of a weekend bit of fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, with you. But the other guys get some solid thing in the woodland. Kind of like, kind of what Terry did. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking of some ideas. I don't know yet. But um, yeah, I just want to try and do some different things. Cool. cool so, Kenny, cool, cool. if you're not, if you're not a well-established sniper, but you've got a reasonably usable sniper rifle. Um, so, for example, yeah, uh, you know, there'll be there'll be people out there that sort of obviously see the likes of Ed. You know, as much as it's going to inflate his ego, he is a relatively uh, famous airsofter um, who, who's well known for sniping. So they'll, they'll mm. kind of see the likes of Ed going and maybe think, Stag oh, parties this, and birthdays. this event probably, yeah, this event probably isn't for me. So what, what yeah. would you say to those sorts of people? Um, I'd say don't come because you're, you're shit. Your gun's shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. no I, <laughs> I really set you up then to try and get more people to come. No, because he's on the white I'm, wine. I'm, that's what it is. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, honestly, you haven't got to be a professional sniper here. You know, this is like, um, I think, as I said, there's a billion tactics can work on this. I think you can... You know, you might even be able to win with barely even firing the gun. If you go and complete all the taskings, you might and not get shot out and lose tags. Because you know, you might you might win. There's a million ways of doing it. Um, yeah, just come and give it a crack. Who cares? You know, it's a bit of fun, and you're going to get to meet other like-minded guys um, who you know into camouflage and into sniping. I mean, why wouldn't you go? And you can get away from your normal life and be in our woods for the weekend. Exactly that. It sounds we'll like a dream. In a few yeah, beers I don't in the think. Evening. Exactly. I don't think anyone's going to be out of their depth. You know, like there, there was a, a real young lad came with his stepdad, who's a friend of mine, and um, he had the best time. And he's literally been airsofting for like a few months, you know, but really jumped into the sniper role. He was all camoed up and he had a decent gun. But, you know, he, he loved it. He wasn't out of his depth. They had a blind. They were um, great to meet them as well. They were great lads as well. Yeah, they had a great. Do you know what? He came up to me after one of the, the my mate, who's, you know, older guy, got been shot out. And I saw him out with one of the perimeters because once you get shot out, you go to the closest perimeter and then you wait five minutes, then come back into the game. And he was waiting at the perimeter and I saw him, walked over to him. I said, oh, how's it going? Like, you're enjoying it. He'd just been shot out and he's like, oh my God, it's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> even if you are shit like him, you might still enjoy it. You know, so it'd be fine. No, I'm kidding. It, yeah, it's, it'll be good. Do you have to, um, so as a question, so... Do you have to have a sniper rifle? So obviously, I know yeah, we're obviously bolt, the rules are like you can't bolt, use actually. rifles and things. But can you just run with a pistol, for example? Yeah, if you want. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But you're only going to get that pistol ammo. Um, yeah. I because my plan, you know, ideally, I would. I think before I can't remember what we end up doing, but I think we were going to split it and have you a certain amount in your rifle and your pistol. <clears throat> actually, no. Yeah, no. In the end, we said. You've got this amount of ammo. If you switch it between your pistol and your rifle, up to you, you know? Um, so, yeah, you could do it with just a pistol. I mean, MK23s now, like, fully upgraded, are, you know, they're snipers in themselves. So, yeah, you could easily run it with that. And you're going to be so mobile, you'll be a lot faster. You'll be able to find objectives faster. If you get engaged, you can run away quicker without getting snagged. And Do you know what I mean? That's a tactic in itself. But you can only use, there's no, there's no, you can't use a pistol that can shoot fully auto. Um, and there's no extended yeah, magazines no, and stuff like that on it, was it? Just yeah, and you can magazine? only use, you can only use a bolt action. 
Um, but then only well, allowing means... a pistol, Ken, does that take away from sort of like the sniper element of uh, having a sniper uh, bolt action sniper rifle? I don't know. Just playing it, devil's because, advocate. No, because I don't know. I, I think a sniper will spend an awful lot of time, a good sniper as well, a camouflage sniper will spend a lot of time using their sidearm because most of their engagement will be within MED because they've got good camouflage and they've set up traps or they're on a they're on a path that they know someone's going to walk across uh, and they're going to have to engage with their pistol anyway. So I don't know. Um, but personally, I would like to have a rifle because I want to mm -hmm. scope them. I know my rifles are far more accurate than my MK23, especially at like 70 meters or something, you know. Um, so personally, I'd want to have a rifle, but it's up to, you know, I can't force someone to go have a rifle. You take this best rifle, you know. <laughs> you will fucking use this. Okay. <laughs> you get you get prop rifles that are just a bit of wood that they've got to carry yeah. around with them if they just bring it <laughs> Yeah, it's just a length of four platoon. It just says rifle on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Empire, Empire Events will supply you with rifles. <laughs> rifle Mark One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah our, our, our budget is so low we couldn't give you a real gun. It exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, but you it can. Wouldn't be an expensive, <laughs> it wouldn't be an expensive piece of wood. It would be just a sack of shit for yeah. You know, yeah, I was going to say the more kills you got throughout the day, that you got a better stick. Like your stick was upgraded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on hickory now. <laughs> oh, baby! Yeah, and it's varnished. Wonderful. <laughs> um, Andy asks, can people use the airsoft bow? Um, no. Okay, definitely not. <laughs> no, it's not a bolt um, action. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I like it, but you know what? That's another game. Why don't we just do this with just airsoft bows? Um, that would be a good crack. But no, no airsoft bow. No, fair enough. I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't know if you have any. Uh, I don't know if there's. Any, I don't know if I missed anything. If there's any other questions? Um, no, I've been scouting through. Them. I can't see any more. Ed says, Kenny, you should talk about ninja shoes and tabby boots. Um, oh, right, I think it was talking about the nighttime stuff. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. about this. Ninja, ninja shoes and tabby boots. If you get them, you're a loser, okay? Um, you will look like Ed or Kicking Mustang. If that's who you want to be, if that's who you want to aspire to, get some. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know what he wants me to say about them. I think they're a little bit creepy. They're literally like Ninja Turtle feet, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. They're <laughs> I, I don't trust people when they're wearing them. Um <laughs> It's like um, Patrick's quite keen on the. Um, it's not the vi. Is it the vibrams? Like the fingered shoes. Yeah, the the each toe's got yeah. its own individual little micro shoe on it. No. I, I, I no, find I them quite. Say. My wife's got a pair of socks that each toe goes into it in, and I'm like, no, shouldn't be yeah. seeing them <laughs> like that. That's very, very bizarre. <laughs> no, I will quickly talk about them in this cyber sense because I think it makes a big deal if you're going to be moving around quick, and it really does, especially over a long game, long day. I think you have less impact in the ground. Um, you're going to make less noise. You've got better feeling as well when you're moving slowly. So you can actually use your, just use your vision and use your peripherals and not having to keep looking down because you're actually using your feet to fill your path. Yes, they have a place in sniping for sure. Um, doesn't, doesn't, they're still creepy. I mean, I'd prefer it. <laughs> still I'd, creepy prefer as it everyone, I'd prefer it if everyone wore Crocs personally, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. Eddie says, I mean, I could go barefoot and still be heard from 200 metres. So. Yeah, I would be when I tread That's on because... something and just fucking scream. <laughs> yeah, Eddie is like six foot three. Um, 
he's quite a big guy. So yeah, oh, damn. sorry, Stephen said because of all the swearing. Oh, there you of, go. Uh, walking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's got any last minute questions for Kenny about Empire Rising 2 please feel free to throw them in the chat chuck a little cue at the beginning I believe I've now got the audio sorted for this so if we give that a go in terms of playing the video again I'll just try and cue this oh, up yes. Bear with me hopefully this works can you hear that now? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good Welcome to Empire Rising 2, the second sniper-only event carried out by Empire Airsoft. Location, private woodland in Norman's Land. Your task is simple. Just like last time, you're facing seven other sniper pairs. Collect points by killing enemies and completing tasks throughout the field. Each player carries a dog tag, so after elimination, collect them to gain points. Unlucky for us, your arsenal is limited to bolt-action sniper rifle or sidearm only, and your ammo is highly restricted. Military unit. Established military unit will be in the area at all times, carrying out patrols and maintaining a threat level. They have been informed of potential hostiles in the area with no other friendly forces. Kill or capture order will be issued upon discovery. Be careful. Can I just say? Can I just, can say, I just say? Can I just say? I'm really proud. I'm really proud of that. And I didn't do it. I didn't your do arm it. echoing now, Mike, for some reason. Oh, sorry, bud. Hang on, it's because it's playing the. Um... There you go. That should be better. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. I know I didn't make it. I can just about spell sandwich. And um, Eddie made that. I'm really proud of him for doing it. And I think it's a very good video. And it really, I think it looks I good. I just it love his voice. In. Yeah. And that is Eddie's voice. voice, by the way. I'd, li I'd like him to record a few messages for just, or just reassuring really things want he can say to, to me. <laughs> I really want him to do a little thing for us for our podcast. I think that'd be awesome. I, I'd just like him to say, like in that in that voice he's used for the advert, just say, "Oh, Lance, you're so wonderful." And just like, every now and again, <laughs> I can just play it. Thanks, Eddie. Brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we can make a shit hot video. We can make a shit hot video um, to so go along with a shit hot yeah. event. No, it won't be. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Be. You know, it would be good. Um, yeah, thank you, Hedy, for making that. Top man, Hedy. <laughs> I've, I've been um, having a go at Hedy. Can, can I just have a bit of background here? So, Hedy does all of the creative side for Empire, and now, obviously, Empire events. He works full-time for us and with us, you know. Um, I give him zero information, as you can see, constantly, and he does the best he can with it, and he always makes amazing content. But I've said to him lately... I'm like, Eddie, you work putting all this time into these videos. I need content on Instagram. You know, I need sales posts going out. I need people to know that I've just stopped this gun or this, this ammo. And he's like, okay, okay, but I'm really doing these videos. And then he released that video. And I was like, I felt so guilty. Because I was like, I thought that video is fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was like, I'm so glad he put all that time into it. <laughs> so, yeah, apologies to Eddie. So, yeah, Stephen party. Whitehead says... Um, that established military unit, will there be emu patches? Seriously, man, make the emu patch a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll have to come up with an Empire military unit patch now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph's Mark III says, have you ever wondered what it would be like living as an aardvark? So, I've never wondered about no. it. I might have a little wonder about it tonight though, when I'm driving to work. I'll come back to you. Leave it with <laughs> We're me. all wondering yeah. about that now. <laughs> Delivers an yeah. Thank you, thank you very much for the comment. <laughs> it just Sorry. shows the um, it just shows your level of viewers, doesn't it? 
Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not a stupid question. We'll come back to you on that one. No, I, no, uh, no, I reckon no, that's an not, opener I'm... for the news next week. I reckon we should make a note yeah. of that. And um, how would you? Feel what would we do? Uh, what was the question? Have you ever wondered about it being like living as an aardvark? I say let's pick a th the top three good and bad things about living as an aardvark for next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Pros and cons. Oh, make a note. Write mm -hmm. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> that down. Write <laughs> that down, Mike. And on that bomb. Is it, Mike, Mike, <laughs> this is what your life has come to. I know. His missus, right, he was sitting life. over there on a Sunday afternoon with his notebook out pondering, and she'll be like, Oh, what, what? are you doing, Mike? Are you doing? Just, uh, just thinking about what it'd be like to live like an aardvark. <laughs> just having to research what aardvarks eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I didn't want to say anything, but I'm not entirely sure what one is, so I was going to get off. No, I'm going to have to Google that one as well. I'm Google, pretty certain Google they're Google like an aardvark. Oh, armadillo anteater thing type, armoured plated thing, isn't it? It's got a long nose. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the old anyway. time bar advert. I'm all that shit. Crunch on the if outside, get, soft on the inside. If you want to get in touch with Empire, yeah, yeah, you can do so on pass. their Instagram at dot Empire. Sorry, at Empire dot Events dot UK. Uh, obviously, hit Kenny up. You can also jump on their website of Empire Airsoft if you'd like to book a ticket. And if you've got any questions, I'm sure Kenny would be more than happy to pick those up on his socials yeah, and, and through the anything. shop. Um, so, and I'm, I'm always there to talk. So, if you want to get in touch with us, you can also do so on our email at nofochat at hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo, and the website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. I apologize with the website, I've been a little bit out of touch with it this last week. I've just had a few other things on, so I know that there's been some messages come in in terms of a few bits and pieces. So, I will be getting back to you after the show tonight. Sorry. If you want to get in touch with Kenny you can, and you can't for some reason find him on all of his socials, you can get in touch with us and we'll we'll put you in touch with him. Um, Heady says tickets, Hart. Oh, yeah. Yes, get tickets. You, you must get, get tickets. tickets. There's, there, there's a few tickets left. Um, so, yeah, go on the website, find them. 60 quid. Okay. Bargain. Happy days. And you get a bit of barbecue um, food included in that, so it can't be bad. Yeah, and, and beer. And beer, beer and barbecue, and shooty shooty bang bangs. So and you get days. to meet Lance and Mike. Oh, Heddy's posted a link above. Uh, mm. I'm sorry, bud, I can't see the link on here. Um, oh. Basically, jump on the Empire Empire Airsoft oh, Heddy, website. You're you bloody useless. <laughs> I think it was actually. Can't even post Mike. a fucking link. It might be me, to be fair, but um, yeah. Stephen Whitehead says uh, uh, Aardvarks might have good night vision capability, but you'd have to eat bugs. Uh, Rage said Aardvarks like dime bars. Andy said that's armadillos. Stephen says don't Aardvarks have floppy ears? So, yeah. Well, anyhow, this... Oh, stop. We're, sorry, this Stephen, Stephen yeah. says I don't think the chat allows links. Um, oh, so apologies, I think right. that's the problem, so... God damn it, cool. fuck you all. Right, <laughs> next you. week. Thanks, for, have, we thanks are... for having me on, guys. It's been great. A pleasure, mate. No, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and thanks for well, I, think, I think we'll get heady on next time, Mike. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> next week, um, we're going to have defiant events on. We're going to be talking about the subject of bridging what the, the fuck? gap. Fuck, you can't say that while I'm here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I love defiant and what they're doing. And they're, 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 they're the pros. Okay? They're the pros. Them is, them is the pros, Zex. 
Pro X. Go, 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 go to the fight event. Go to the fight Told you he's had wine. What do you want me to do? <laughs> go to the fight event. And if they and if you get kicked off, you can then come to an Empire one, okay? There we go. Okay, we've got defined events on the show. We're going to be talking about bridging the gap between Milsim and Skirmishing. They've got their uh, new event coming up called uh, Raid, which is based on, I believe, Escape from Tarkov. Uh, it's a slightly different style of event than I believe that they've done before, so they're sort of quite keen to have a chat about that. But it's an interesting one because obviously Skirmishing and Milsim often kind of get sometimes mistaken. You kind of find skirmishers move over to Milsim thinking that there's something they want to have a go at, maybe not being fully aware of the the kind of more role play. So that's what we're going to be discussing. We're going to be talking about sort of, is there is there a sort of a, a middle ground for progressing from skirmishing to Milsim? Um, so it should be an interesting subject. So join us next week, Wednesday at 8pm. In the meantime, Kenny, would you like to have the honour of the words of the week or, or the oh. closing... Cool. Closing words. Oh, this, isn't, this is going to be interesting. Um, no, I don't know. Just, um, I don't know. Just have a nice, have a nice time out there, guys. That's all I can say. That's good to me. Be, Let's do be that. Happy. I don't get it. <laughs> Marvelous. In the meantime, big shout out to Andy. <laughs> get better soon, bud. And we will see you all next week. Say goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Bye, bye, bye. Ciao, Bella.